in the middle of the night in my dreams. Yeah. You should see the things we shoot, baby. That's right, baby. It is the Shoot Brothers podcast, the only podcast hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. And Cameron, are you ready for it, Osborne? Baby, baby, <laughs> baby. Oh, I should have said that. Would have been better. <laughs> oh well, uh, we're here. But where is Adam Cole? Baby. Uh, what I've heard is he is a free agent as of this very moment. Uh, but I mean, Sunday's coming. There's a big pay per view. There's already names that are rumored to show up. I think that might be too much if mm-hmm. Adam Cole stopped that. But <laughs> anyways. We're here to talk about everything wrestling related and more. Uh, I mean, it certainly is tilted in one company's favor this week. But hey, let's uh, let's do everything. Let's, uh, how, why don't we kick off the show? With- let's just do it all. Let's just do yeah. it all, uh, Mike. Because uh, yeah, that's exactly right. We're here for professional wrestling, and uh, let's just kick off the show. Because these days, we don't have time to pussyfoot around like the old days. You know, remember when it was uh, Raw, SmackDown, (laughs) quick little maybe NXT. But no, this has evolved into something uh, outside of our control. Uh, This is is way out of our hands uh, now. Now, Mm -hmm. we are in the thick of this. This is episode 146, coming up on episode 150. 150, that's, uh, you know, the original Pokedex, 150, that's a significant number. Big number in the original Pokedex, <laughs> you are right there. Uh, 151 will also be a, yep, a big you. episode. <laughs> will be a big episode. <laughs> uh, and I think every week, you know what, I should do the math on this because, this, you know, the records are definitely kept um, for uh, the way we're going to kick off our show. Because uh, this is episode 146, which I guess that means that the uh, this championship has traded hands 146 times, maybe. Ooh, those fucking uh, jets are flying over the city right now. Those ones that always pop up at CNE. Oh, oh wow. do they have like trails? Do I can, I can, yeah. Trails? I just saw the six of them. What are they called again? Shit, cannot remember. I just saw, yeah, I just saw them popping out my window, and the, the blue uh, angels, something like that. <laughs> And I well, what, whatever, uh, whatever they're called, I see the chemtrails falling down upon this great city uh, as we present to you a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. I, I don't know, but they no, they did it last year, I think, too, just because, like, you know, to boost morale. Pandemic, I guess. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, where is Al? I don't know, but we need more. I guess Wonderland's open, so why not C and E? I guess. I, oh yeah, be, I, no, absolutely I no met. idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week's winning champion. Uh, yeah, okay. So I got. I guess we've had uh, two shooties. Yes. Uh, so that would mean to, uh, that we probably didn't have a Tweety League champion on a shooty episode. So there's probably been uh, 144 Tweety League champions. I I want to say we've been doing Tweety League from the very beginning, but we'll have I'll have to do the math on that. Yeah, I feel like yeah, there may be a couple in here and there that maybe we just forgot. I remember, like you said, one or two weeks. I forgot to give you my wrestler of the week or something. And yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know what? I definitely know that. Uh, I definitely know that once I forgot Tweety League champion, but then I also remember one week where the belt was stolen halfway through the episode. 
<laughs> so maybe kind of made up for it. Yeah, there was one. There was one week where we skipped yeah. over your. I think I led you week. into. It. I'm like, and here's the award, and you're like, whoops, forgot it this week. Yeah, so, it was oh, something like yeah, you started with. Hey, give me your rest. You you, you told me to give me your rest, my my rest of the week, and I think I said AJ Styles, and then we just kind of kept yeah. going, and then you're like, oh, that's it, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or something to that effect. Uh, I don't remember, but yeah. this week's with the champion. No. Uh, it's the first time their name have uh, graced the halls of this championship, adding to the you know already superior lineage of the belt. Ripping, ripping the Twilight Championship straight from Tommy Dreamer this week is none other than your AEW World Women's Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Uh, first time Twilight Champion. Surprisingly, where... Um, just a few days ago, earlier on in the week, she was uh, attending the Colorado Springs Comic Con uh, <laughs> with a few other professional wrestlers, and uh, she was at a booth. She was she was signing merch. She was taking photos, and she uh, kicked off her tw- uh, she kicked off her day with a little video of herself saying, "Hey, everybody, here at the Colorado Springs Comic Con today. Come get an autograph. Come get a photo. Come hear Adam Cole rumors." Bay Bay. <laughs> I love I mean, it. I mean, if anyone's got their finger on the pulse, uh, when it, when it comes to this current Adam Cole situation, it's not. It's not. We're not. It's not Meltzer. It's not Brian Alvarez. It's uh. It's Doctor Burt Baker, DMD. Yeah. Not only does she have her fingers on the pulse, she's got them down your mouth and your throat with that lockjaw. With that, with that lockjaw. <laughs> uh, so there we and have it. And when she's working in her dental office, she's still a, she's still a practicing uh, dental. She is still a practicing uh, dentist. De- 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 whatever whatever yeah, level, dentist. whatever degree of dentistry that she does. I think DMD. It's what is it like? Dental medical doctor, something like that. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I bet. Well, I bet the word doctor and dental is in that DMD. Uh, yeah. Um, whatever uh, it works. But yeah. She said that she's had a strong uprising in uh, new customers, I think. probably. Oh, of I fame. bet. I would 100% would per- rather, like all things being equal, I'd rather have Dr. Britt Baker as my dentist. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, if I lived in the area, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm going to Dr. Exactly. Baker. If it was either like, you know, Dr. Smith or Dr. Britt Baker, I'm like, yeah, I'd actually much rather do that. <laughs> that just would be more, that's a better story. Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't you be sad if you went there and then it was like just her assistant doing everything that day? She wasn't even in the office. I know. That'd be t- well, you know, that's like, what, ah. well, you should have known don't book your appointments on Wednesday. <laughs> we should, oh, should know that's this true. by it's now. Like, damn. <laughs> God damn known. it. God damn it. Maybe that's it. She only gets to she'll only be there like Monday and Friday or Monday, Tuesday, Friday or something, right? Every other day yeah. she's gotta be at work. She comes in Thursday, her head's all bandaged up. <laughs> that would be sick. Imagine like she had to, you know, she you had a teeth cleaning the day after that uh, lights out unsanctioned match with Thunder Rosa. <laughs> yeah. That'd oh, be that'd be fantastic. Uh, congratulations to Britt Baker, your women's, uh, your AEW World Women's Champion. And Tweet of the Week champion. And Tweet of the Week champion. Double champ. Congrats. Belt collector. Let's get into the podcast then, shall we? Let's get into the wrestling week because, uh... (laughs) Yes. Sure. Because because SmackDown. (laughs) Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then, uh... I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. I wanted a better little transition there. Really couldn't think of anything. Um, <laughs> but this is actually our. Uh, this is our. 
fallout of SummerSlam, even though SummerSlam was last week. The way the timing uh, all works out, and uh, it makes sense. Becky Lynch is back. Yeah, why not kick off with the man? So, new champ comes out. Huge ovation from the crowd. So, there's still... I mean, most of the people aren't too upset at her chanting Becky and all that. And uh, li- Little yeah. Rock, Arkansas. That's where we were uh, this week. <laughs> I know. Little Dwayne Johnson is where we are. Uh, but, yeah, she gives her, you know, a promo. I missed you guys. I've been working every day to get back here. And uh, if you thought I was dangerous before fighting for myself, you got no idea how deadly I'm going to be fighting for little Rue, I guess. Little uh, Rue. Is that a, is that a gr- <laughs> girl's name? Feels like a girl's I think, name. Yeah, okay. a little girl. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she talks about SummerSlam, and she gets some booze for that. And she acknowledges that, yeah, it was controversy. And uh, I'm sorry. For absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. Pulling the old. Wasn't that McGregor who said it? I don't know. Oh, yeah? They're both Irish. They're both Irish. Ginger. Croak. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she took her opportunity. She did it. Bianca Belair comes out. And she's like, all right. All right. She gets a huge reaction. So the fan's still behind her. Uh, Belair's just like, yeah, all right. You got me. But uh, I've been working hard for too long. Just for you to come erase it all in 26 seconds. So I accepted your last minute challenge. So how about you take my challenge here tonight? Uh, but then Zelina Vega interrupts and says, no, I want that title match. I've lost like every match since I've been back. I deserve it. Uh, and then Carmella comes out and she says, yeah, so have I. So uh, let me have a fight. But then Liv Morgan comes <laughs> out. Well, so I'm actually happy to see her. Uh and she says, yeah, why the fuck do you think you two deserve a shot? You get beat every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Becky, you want someone? I'm right here. And Mel is just, Carmella is just like, well, you spent the last two months in catering. So, anyways, they all just start We know where this other. is going, Mike. <laughs> no, you don't need to dilly-dally. As yeah. soon as Alita uh, Vega came out, uh, you knew exactly where this was going. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, Becky's just like, not tonight. Not fighting any of you. It's a little heel move there. And then the rest of the four women get to fight in the uh, fatal four-way elimination match to determine number one contender here. So, of course, Selena Vega is eliminated right away with the KOD. And then Liv Morgan hits her awesome second rope flatliner move to uh, get rid of Carmella. So now we're actually getting a good match here with Liv and Bianca. And, uh, yeah, Liv actually got a good amount of moves in. The crowd was chanting, this is awesome at one point. So they worked pretty hard, and eventually Bianca hits the KOD, gets the win to earn that title rematch against Becky. The actual match. Hopefully. <laughs> the actual match. What's weird about this, for me, it feels like so, you know, Fatal 4-Way is made, Bianca Belair's thrown in there and then wins. It gives me the feeling that she is, she's ready for anything. You know, an impromptu four-way bout is nothing for her because she's so strong and she's ready for any surprise that might come her way. Yet she got, like, ro- kind of rock-bottomed and was gone in 27 <laughs> seconds. Like, like w- the events of SummerSlam and the events of this evening just give me, like, two completely different Bianca Belairs. And I don't know. It's that kind of, like, character wishy-washy which has led to, you know, other stars kind of being put in the rear view before it's happened before yeah i get it but i think uh it's also quality of competition here is much lower for 
Bianca okay. three versus Becky Lynch, but yeah, yeah, no, I mean either way, most of us are not happy about what happened to Bianca. So yeah, but. real weird. And uh, September twenty first, twenty twenty, was Zelina Vega's last uh, win. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what their goal is with her. But I guess just to keep her away from Alistair Malachi. To keep her Black away from AEW, but they're not doing <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah may, I feel like Selena Vega sneaked in there right before, uh, you know, that she was sneaked before that second round of, of fire of uh, releasings that yeah. I feel like she would have been gone by that one. You know, it sort of feels like their stance has been changed <laughs> and all these other things. Who knows? Uh, but then we go backstage where Paul Heyman is locked out of the Roman Reigns dressing room and the Usos come out of the door and say, hey, big dog ain't here yet. But, uh, hey, Paul, you knew Brock was going to be at SummerSlam, right? And Heyman denies it and they says, well, why'd you send us back to the locker room before the Cena match? And Heyman's just like, well, actually, that was Reigns that ordered it. They're like, oh, damn. So, ha. Some uh, mistrust there. You never fully can trust a Heyman. You never trust a Heyman. Uh, but then we get Cesaro and Chad Gable. I mean, in most promotions, this would be a dream match, but on SmackDown, they're not really, they only got three minutes here, so. Uh, it was a good three minutes, though, you know, Gable hitting some nice suplexes, a moonsault, Cesaro does a top rope hurricanrana, uh, goes for the big swing, but then Otis hits him, causes the DQ, ruining a good match in the making. And, uh, yeah, there's more evil big Otis. Yeah, not too long ago, not too long ago, Cesaro was winning at WrestleMania and uh, main eventing pay-per-views with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Not too long ago, not too long ago. Yeah, but I guess it's clear that uh, that was just a little filler feud for Roman, and that's all they saw, Yeah. even though we love Cesaro. Filler feud and a little tease for for the real fans. Yeah. Uh, But then Baron Corbin arrives in a nice car and he's all dressed up he says he's happy corbin now he's filthy rich uh so he comes out to the ring he's got this new dance club music a slot machine in the background and uh they officially announce him as happy corbin so that's his name uh (laughs) and uh yeah he wants to fill us in and how he got this money shows us some footage after SummerSlam. he was still in vegas took his last 35 bucks went on a hot streak at the casinos uh, so he's just bragging about being rich. Biggie interrupts him, and uh, yeah, Corbin's like, "I'm sorry, I tried to steal your briefcase. I want to buy it." So I don't know. He's trying to. He's pretty much ripping off Cameron Grimes' money gimmick here. What is? What's well, I was on? about. Well, yeah, I was about to say that, I, I, and you know, we brought up last week the everybody is rich gimmick. Whether it's the Hardy family office, whether it's. Uh, Cameron Grimes, whether it's Corbin, whether it's uh, Andrade e Delolo, El Diolo, <laughs> the I the we have wealth. I just don't I don't get it. I don't understand the the the. the I just don't get how. Uh, I just don't get. It. Yeah, and Happy Corbin. I don't know. They're just. I feel like he's jumping too many from. He's King jumping. To that being Core said, though, to... you know, this, the Baron Corbin thing is fun. You know, it's the he did go rags to riches. I like that they've told us. Uh, they told they they held they told us the story of how he got there. Andrade El Diolo just one day showed up and he was like, "Hey, I got the Lucha Brothers a private jet." 
And you're like, how? <laughs> how? You were fired like yeah. seven months ago. How can you afford this private jet? At least they gave us, they told us the rags to riches. Uh, the way yeah. they, they, and they did with Grimy too. They did tell us how they got there. Yeah, uh, but Matt, just, Har Matt Hardy just pulling cash out of his pockets. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Especially because didn't he have to pay Hangman like a, his quarter salary? Like these, yeah, this type of shit. Yeah, he had to pay him 15% oh. of his whatever. And, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyways, we go backstage again where Roman Reigns arrives, sees Hangman hanging outside the dressing room. He's like, what are you doing, Paul? And he opens the door. He's like, come on in. So Roman didn't know what was going on. He wasn't part of this uh, bullying. No. Uh, but back in the ring, we get Nakamura and Rick Boogs Ooh. taking on the Dirty Dogs. And, uh, yeah, Boogs looking good again. Looking pretty solid in the ring. Crowd's behind him. Uh, eventually, he gets the hot tag, runs wild, hits the pump handle slam, gets the win. Big win. He pins Dolph Ziggler. Big win. Oh, oh not many people. <laughs> have, not many people have pinned Ziggler before. And the commentary like he just pinned a world champion or a former champion. Like, yeah, and uh, yeah, King Nakamura, Rick Boogs, they're our fun mid card uh, babyface thing right now. I think. Yeah. I also need to mention. I think uh, Pat McAfee wasn't on the show due to COVID nineteen. Yes. He had. So they had Kevin Owens and uh, I forget. I think Corey was there. So. Didn't quite get the jumping on the table. Uh, <laughs> that way, I'm but, sure we would have. Yeah. Uh, then we go backstage again where Naomi appears. Uh, haven't seen her in a long time. She approaches Sonya and says, hey, I'm excited to be a member of SmackDown again. And yeah, why not? Uh, so she says, when's my first match? But Sonya is very blunt with her. Just like, uh, to be honest, I didn't even know you were coming to SmackDown. No one okayed that with me. Uh, so... I'm not sure you're going to measure up. She's like, what, bitch? I'm a two-time champ. Uh, so, Sonya and Pierce, they're, uh, they're not communicating with, communicating with each other fully. So. I was, was going to say, has Sonya not seen The Division? It's like, yes, <laughs> yeah, please, like, why are you Naomi, please, fuck. Yeah. This is so yeah. dumb. <laughs> this is so dumb. That was stupid, stupid decision, or stupid remark by Sonya. So, yeah, anyways, yeah. good to have her <laughs> here. Yeah, good to have her back. Uh, Yeah. And then we go backstage, or we're still backstage. Ray's talking to his son, Dominic, and he's just like, hey, man, I need to step back. Let you fly on your own. Go on a singles run. I got you a matchbook. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Go on a singles run. <laughs> yeah, go on a singles run. I don't know if he used those words, but basically. So Dominic takes on Sami Zayn, and uh, they have a pretty good match. Eventually, Dom hits the 619, goes for the frog splash, but Sami rolls out of the way. Suplexes Dom in the corner, hits the Haluva kick to get the win. And then afterwards, Ray goes to help up his fallen son, but Dominic doesn't want his help. So this is the first step in the heel Dominic turn. Heel Dominic turn. Well, uh, to my, Mike, to me, the most surprising part about this was that Sami Zayn won a match clean without <laughs> cheating or any yeah. form of controversy. I don't know the last time we've seen a Sami Zayn match end uh, with this exact with this exact result. Uh, so, yes, of course Sami Zayn yeah, should have won. I can, I can get behind that. Thank yeah. you. Uh, then, I guess, the final segment. We had Roman Reigns, the Usos, and Heyman. I guess uh, they had their new Bloodline shirt. So, I guess that's the official name of the group there. The Bloodline. Bloodline. Even though Heyman's not part of it. But he was on the shirt. So this white guy, he's part of the bloodline. Uh, but anyways, they all come out 
for the celebration for Reigns and Roman's just telling Heyman what to say, putting over Raymond or putting over everyone. Uh, Finn Balor interrupts and he's just like, yeah, I got screwed out of that title shot at SummerSlam. And I was going to challenge you for extreme rules, but I'm not waiting. I'm challenging you next week on SmackDown for the Universal title. And Reigns accepts it. And then Balor just throws the mic at him, starts to attack him, but gets beaten down three on one until uh, Street Profits come out to help him. And uh, Yeah, Balor and the Street Profits stand tall to end the show. To end the show. That was a great way to end the show. Big title match next week. Yeah. Big title match next week. Uh, kind of while also setting up a uh, an Usos profits Street thing. Profits. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a fresh. We haven't seen that before. That's going to be the uh, the you know the battle of the frog splash. Who yeah. who who will have the more <laughs> devastating of the two? You know, and the Street Profits have kind of been away for a little bit now. I think to bring them back as baby, you know, to really kind of give them a baby face push, it's fantastic. Yeah, this could be a good match. And uh, Extreme Rules, yeah, book it. Oh, yes, Extreme Rules. They they did an ad for that. I think they had, for, they had an ad for that during Mania yeah. or SummerSlam. Yeah, they got it. The purple and green logo. Right, 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 <laughs> But that was that. That was that. Can't wait till next week's uh, championship match on live television. Gosh, yeah, they really don't do that too much over there on the uh, on the Peacock. They don't. Yeah. They don't do uh. the uh, the championship. The you know the big ticket matches just on TV. Yeah, not too often. No, but, yeah. Uh, Whether they don't want to put in a commercial break or you know whatever it is. Well, Finn Balor does hold a clean singles win over Roman Reigns, so. He could do it again. He can go two and zero, or he can go one for one. Um, and that was it. Yeah, that was the uh, that was this this week's episode of SmackDown Live. Uh, but SmackDown, you know, ends promptly at nine fifty nine. You know, those those <laughs> those beautiful, you know, are sort of like that logo, the all copyright, all rights reserved logo. Copyright yeah. comes up at the bottom. Trademark. Trademark. And then, Mike, you need to swiftly move out, move, change channels because you don't want you. You might miss a second of action because yeah. Fridays is no longer a two-hour wrestling show. No, AEW Rampage is here. It's a three-hour wrestling night. Uh, so it's 10 p.m. Let's go over to TNT, TBS. I forget. TBS, I believe. TBS for some AEW Rampage. Rampage. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know what I like about the AEW Rampage, uh, um, the video package and things like they have all these lightning bolts going through everybody uh, during like the intro videos. But when they do the shots for the matches themselves, the baby faces always have blue lightning and the uh, the heels always have uh, orange lightning. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Nice little nice little touch here. Um, because we do have a big match uh, tonight, a match that we actually kick off with. It is the final in the qualifier. Uh, the winner of this match will take on the Young Bucks inside of a steel cage at All Out. We have uh, Jurassic Express taking on the Lucha Bros. 
That's right. So with those two teams, you're going to get some good tag team wrestling here. And, uh, you know, Ray Phoenix just being his crazy flippy self, just bouncing all over the ropes from one to the other. And uh, at one point, he literally just falls like back first onto the rope. And just Jesus, bounces Christ. Right <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> how uh, do you do it? I mean, I know how, but yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And throughout the match, they kept cutting to the crowd uh, to show an NBA star, Giannis. I'll screw up his last name, so you say it. Antetokounmpo? Yeah, Antetokounmpo. Oh, <laughs> Giannis. Uh, but yeah, they showed him like 10 times throughout this match. They just kept cutting to him. He uh, was there. He was there after. I think it was bef- before the show. Tony Khan came yeah. out and like gave Giannis a belt, title belt, and then Giannis went to the ring, like stood on the ropes, and he got a, a huge <laughs> pop. I gotta say, you can you can uh, you can see the uh, the footage on. Is he? Uh, where were they? Is they're he, in like, Milwaukee. Is... Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, it all makes sense now. I didn't put that together, but uh, anyways, back in the ring, great match here. Bunch of big moves, near falls, crowds loving it. Uh, yeah, just people falling off the top rope to the floor. Jericho yelling at everything, getting a little annoying on that commentary. But uh, <laughs> he's still there. He's still there. We thought we, there. I thought it was just uh, for the first dance, but I guess he's kind of going on. Yeah, I thought they would kind of like yeah cycle in and out. I mean, he's people, already but... there. I guess so. Um, yeah. Well, I was be... I was not under the impression that Rampage was going to be pre-taped. I guess some weeks it is, some weeks it isn't. Because, well, it's been, yeah, the first the first one was pre-taped. No, the first one, the first two were live, and now this one and the next one have been taped. Yeah, I hear, yeah, sometimes they tape it after Dynamite, and sometimes they tape it on its own, or I don't know. I don't know, forward, well, cause, and they have the other two shows there, you know, the dark and the dark elevation. It's yeah. like a whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, anyways, we get, yeah, Destroyers on the aprons, uh, Phoenix hits Luchasaurus with a Destroyer, so that was, you know, big man like that doing the flip, but then he kicks out at one and he hulks up, crowd's going wild, but then Ray and Penta just double team him with the assisted package pile driver to get the three count, so Lucha Bros win. I really thought it would be Jurassic Express. I really thought it'd be Jurassic Express. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I mean the match will still be great, but yeah, story was the story was between Jurassic and the Bucks it seemed. But, it, it felt uh, like where we were yeah. going, but this was a this was an incredible match despite all of yeah. that. This was oh yeah, the high flying spots, you know, lots of things like that, and we know what the Bucks and the Bros can do. <laughs> yeah, and now they uh, get to do it inside a cage. Okay, yeah. Hopefully, no interference by anybody aside. Um, but yeah, whatever whatever match does get put on at All Out, it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, then Miro comes out dragging Fuego del Sol with him, and he rips his mask off. Uh, super kicks him in the face. So that was out of, out of line. The dis the disrespect. Yeah. So Eddie Kingston comes out and they brawl, and I think they're gonna fight. Yeah, they'll fight on for the title at the paper. I think, yeah, I think we're going to get that match at All Out. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the Bunny taking on Ty Conti, who is on a 15-match win streak here. And uh, always nice to see her on TV. And, uh, yeah, good little match. Eventually, Ty takes over, hits a bunch of 
pump kicks in the corner, and then the tie KO. But uh, Penelope Ford comes out, causes the distraction, uh, which allows the blade to hand brass knuckles to Bunny. She clocks uh, tie in the face and gets the win. So a bit of a flat ending there. The crowd wasn't into it. You just bit of a f- yeah, a bit of a flat ending. Uh, I think this is like the f- this is like this is not the first time that the uh, the blade has used black brass knuckles. Uh, which yeah. is weird because it then call him brass knuckles. Like if he's called the blade, you think he's gonna he he would use <laughs> a blade, not brass knuckles. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess you're a heel, so that's what you do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's what it is, but these are also two, if not three women who will be in that Casino Battle Royal um, coming up. Uh, yeah, on I guess uh, I guess this gives the bunny a little bit of momentum. Yeah, maybe a bit of a partner in crime. <laughs> yeah, if he's hanging around that Battle Royal, he can throw in some brass nuts. Oh, I was even thinking just, uh, yeah, oh, that's a good point, yeah. Oh. Anyways, let's go to the main event. You got Kenny Omega and Brandon Cutler taking on Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian, uh, which was a fine match, but uh, not as good as the opener, the opening tag there. But uh, I mean, Cutler and Kazarian aren't quite quite at the main event level as the other two guys. But uh, anyways, Kenny's got his stooges all on the outside cheating, and uh, yeah, he's just avoiding trying to fight Christian, tagging in Cutler. Uh, Eventually, Christian gets his hands on Kenny, goes for the kill switch, but he slips out. So Cutler's on his own. So Christian hits him with a spear and the kill switch to get the win. To get the dub, yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, and you said it, yeah, it was, it was, it was the 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 tag match at the top of the card was so strong that this fell short in providing a little bit of that excitement, but you know, more story to it. I mean, we thought we didn't think Christian Cage standed a chance. At those when he challenged for those impact titles, right? Let alone a chance for the actual AEW championship. Um, yeah, you know, so keeping him looking good coming up to the end of this, uh, you know, the end of the line here. I mean, I still, yeah, I still no, don't think he has uh, a chance. But hey, I said that before. I said that before. <laughs> yeah, they certainly made it go from like a point one percent to a one percent, right? Exactly. Yeah, they yeah moved the needle a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to, um, yeah, we'll see more about that on Dynamite, but looking forward to that match at All Out. Nonetheless, that was our whole first, uh, or third episode of Rampage. Hope you like the new theme song, too. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> yeah, see how it goes. See how it goes. Let's move over to, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's like, uh, did you ever have chores? Uh, so I used to, I used to have to vacuum the pool. Right, that would be kind of like a summer, uh, a summer chore of mine. Right, it's kind of easy. You, you yeah. kind of bring out the little suction basket, and then you put it, and then that sucks into the hose. You got to make sure the hose filled with water, and then you just kind of walk along. And you've seen the pool at my parents' house; it's above ground. Just sort of walk along the edge, and vacuum. Right, yeah. it was a chore, but uh, I liked doing it. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. versus, um, you know, I had th- we had three big dogs. And of course, you know one of the chores was picking up some of that duty. Mm-hmm. So picking up some of that duty, you know, a classic <laughs> example of a chore that you didn't want to do. Yeah. Uh, and while we're on the topic, let's uh, let's look no further than this week's 
Monday Night Raw. Let's get right. Longest show that's ever happened in the history of the world, so don't even look at a sta- statistics. Monday Night Raw is older than professional wrestling itself, and uh, this week's installment um, is great. Coming at us uh, from Oklahoma City, <laughs> home of the Thunder. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma, O-K-A-L-H-O-M-A. <laughs> Uh, yes, Jim Ross loves Oklahoma. He does. Go Sooners. <laughs> Go Sooners, Boomers, Boomers, Sooners, whatever. Uh, but a man I don't think is from Oklahoma comes out to kick off the show, although he is the United States champion, so that's Oklahoma. It's, it's uh, a part of the States. It's true. But, uh, yeah, Damian Priest comes out to pretty good reaction, uh, you know? It's a little risky putting him out to start the show, but uh, yeah, the fans like him. I don't think he's ever done uh, that before. Yeah, yeah, no, he's not. Uh, he's not that superstar level yet, but yeah, shows they have some faith in him. So, mm-hmm. cuts a promo, talk about winning the title, and uh, Bobby Lashley running from him last week, and then he issues an open challenge. So Sheamus comes out to answer, but uh, I was like, no, let's give us something new. So then Drew McIntyre comes out, and he's like, yeah, we want something new. I've never been U.S. champ, so let's do this. But then Lashley and MVP come out, and MVP proposes Lashley fight Priest so he can be a double champ. But then RK Bro come out, so everyone's here. Uh, Orton calls Lashley a greedy son of a bitch. Bobby says, well, maybe instead of the U.S. title, we'll take those tag titles. So Riddle's like, all right, let's do it. Um, anyways, eventually Pierce and Sonya come out to settle all this and say Priest will defend the U.S. title against Sheamus and Drew, triple threat, and then uh, the Hurt Business will challenge for the tag titles later. Yeah, a little, so, a little, yeah. a little, a little much, a little crowded. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think honestly, you know, Priest opening the segment. Well, that was that was a nice change of pace. You know, he's done with Mismo, and uh, he can go on to being his own guy. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, we'll that, was, see that was my that biggest takeaway. Uh, then we get Rhea Ripley taking on Shayna Baszler. And uh, Ripley's got Nikki in her corner. So I think her uh, push of the month is over now. She's kind of just going to be a sidekick. Uh, but uh, yeah, Ripley, Shayna, early on, there's a big stiff boot to the head of Ripley. And the ref stops and checks on her for a second. Shayna, a little bit reckless with those kicks. Remember when she knocked Asuka's teeth out a little while back? She did uh, knock Asuka's teeth out. We haven't seen her since. I think yeah. maybe we saw her a couple times after. Maybe not. <laughs> but uh, anyways, eventually Ripley has her comeback. Uh, and on the outside of the ring, Nia Jax slams Nikki on the floor. So this distracts Rhea. Shayna rolls her up, but Rhea counters it into a pin of her own, gets the three. Then afterwards, Nia Jax comes in and slams Rhea. Because Naya says, I'm going to fuck people up tonight. And we'll see her later. We'll see a little <laughs> more on that later. I think we just need to decide, are we breaking up Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler or no? Because I think they lost the champion. They lost the titles. Shayna yeah. was off television for a month. And then their first match back was another tag match. 
Uh, yeah, they just need I to... feel like they've walked out on each other a couple times. Like, I'm done, and then they walk away and leave the other person. Yeah, exactly. They just need to decide, well, do we break them up or no? Uh, because I don't know who has these tag belts. Natalia yeah. and Tamina. <laughs> still hanging on. Uh, still hanging on there. Uh, yeah, I'd say just, just, just you know, like a Band-Aid. Just peel it right off. Yeah. Uh, then we get the Viking Raiders taking on Jinder Mahal and Veer. Nothing special. Uh, actually thought Ivar looked a little off. Step slower than his normal hmm. agile self. But, uh, I don't know. Anyways, he powers through, hits the Viking experience. They get the win. That's fantastic. A, a non-title <laughs> uh, tag match. I'll take yeah. that. I'll take it. Why not? Uh, then we get that U.S. title match: Damian Priest versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, yeah, Priest just hitting some cool moves, toe-baking heroes to the floor. But then Drew McIntyre's like, "I can do it too!" So he hits a big tope, and uh, we get the triple suplex in the corner, the Tower of Doom spot. Uh, throughout the match, Corey Graves kept calling Sheamus Shamo. I don't know if that's a new nickname, but Shamo. I don't know about. It. Yeah, he's like, Shamo, Shamo, big boot, Shamo. Oh, I don't think I caught that. It was that. weird. Yeah, huh. I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Sheamus hits Priest with a bro kick. Uh, then he hits Drew with a big knee and an avalanche white noise for a two count. So Drew recovers, hits Sheamus with a claymore. But then Priest comes back in, counters the Glasgow kiss, hits Drew with the reckoning, and that gets him the three. So that's a huge pinfall for Priest. Huge. Uh, pinning a guy like Drew. Yeah. Retains the title. Uh, pinned a guy like Drew has been protected so much. So, uh, yeah. they Hopefully this is something that they see in Damien and he can enjoy this push. Yeah. Oh, you oh, open the show, pin the pin Drew, and you have a 20-minute match. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's you know, that's, that's a home run as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And remember yeah, earlier on in the year when the Sheamus and Drew... They were just two big dudes beating the shit out of each other. And this match, <laughs> yeah. to me, just felt like, okay, let's add another big dude and then have you all beat the shit out of each other. It was, you know, different enough to be fresh. Yeah. No, I thought it was a really good match. It was great. It was great. It was great. U.S. title feels important. And, yeah. uh, you know, Damian Priest beat two former WWE champions. You know, certainly this has to be his biggest main roster win to date. Even, the, even though yeah. he, he already won the championship, I think this match itself meant a little bit more. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Reggie, still hanging out at that park. They must have just shot like 10 vignettes while they were there. Yeah, they probably had like a six-hour shooting permit. Uh, yeah. So they just got as much uh, as they could. So this time, Tozawa has a dog costume. Anyways, Reggie flips. He gets away. So he's uh, he's, sne he's trying to go for that record, that however long title reign. The, uh, I don't know. who had it? Rob I think Gronkowski. Gronkowski had it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go with the consecutive title reign. Yeah. Uh, then we get Eva Marie versus Dewdrop, the big blow-off match. Uh, but before it can even start, Dewdrop just attacks Eva from behind. Slams her around, hits the big crossbody, goes for the pin, but the bell hasn't even rung yet, so the ref can't count. And uh, as a result of this beating, Eva is now unable to compete. 
So Dewdrop just grabs the mic and says, "The winner of the match, Dewdrop." And she's keeping the name, unfortunately. Yeah, this, uh, and you know what? You could really hear her say it because there was uh, close to no crowd reaction uh, through, <laughs> throughout this yeah. entire match, uh, which was uh, expected. <laughs> yeah, they haven't really, I mean, uh, yeah, they haven't done too much to build it. Yeah, not only have they not done too much to build it, but then it also feels like nobody wants it. Yeah, like they're not super behind Dewdrop yet, or they don't know much about her. I was going to say, like, yeah, who's stoked on Eva Marie right now? You know? Well, yeah. Like, who's like, <laughs> yeah, this is the professional wrestling that I want to watch? Like, I wonder, like, who, you know? That makes Vince sense. McMahon. No, but I mean like the in the crowd. <laughs> the people who will yeah. respond negatively or positively to it. Yeah. This feels like the crowd really doesn't give a shit. Yeah, not really. No. Uh I don't think they gave much of a shit about Carrie and Cross taking on Berto Carrillo. They gave and less either, of a but... shit. Yeah. He's still wearing that terrible gear with the mask and the straps and uh... the little the little pulp fiction gimp costume. <laughs> yeah. But uh, luckily, we don't have to look at it for too long as he gets that cross jacket on and gets the quick tap out. So, I mean, at least he's winning now. Yeah. Scarlet less. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely no, absolutely no reaction. Uh, yeah. Like a, like a minus reaction. Like not even <laughs> booze. Just nothing. <coughs> yeah, which is worse. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, nothing is worse than a boo. Or nothing is worse than nothing. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> except for this next match, because this one really turned into a firecracker. Because uh, we got Charlotte Flair taking on Nia Jax. And, uh, yeah, early on, I mean, things were okay for, you know, a matchup between these two. Uh, Nia doing her whole new gimmick about the butt, just slapping it, teasing that stink face. Uh, but then things go off the rails a bit when she picks Charlotte up for a simple back suplex but then just drops her nearly on her head uh for some reason naya didn't go down with her for the suplex um so i think charlotte gets pissed off at that she hits naya with a big boot to the face um and then that's when naya just like stands up and it turned into a shoot for a second here they just started slapping each other in the face it was like a little cat fight naya grabbed charlotte by the hair and she just like pushed her in the corner she's like you want to do this um and then Charlotte chops Nia in the chest, and Nia just no-sells it. So, at this point, this was real shit going on. Yeah, this is happening. You... I think they worked. <laughs> I think they... Did they work themselves? I don't know. Uh, yeah, they worked themselves into a shoot. And even the commentary was like... Shoot. Yeah, the commentary was like, this is getting heated in here. And Yeah, this match just broke down from there. These two just seemed to legit hate each other. And... Uh, yeah, so they just go to the finish. Nia picks Charlotte up into a power bomb, transitions to the one-arm choke slam, throwing Charlotte to the mat, and she pins her clean. Uh, and as she was doing the pinfall, I could see Charlotte just yelling something, probably like, you stupid bitch, you fucking suck, or something. She was just pissed off about that shit show. But a uh, huge upset win for Nia. Uh, wasn't for the title, but still. Uh, but yeah, really fucked up match. They definitely... 
This was like yeah. This was weird. There. This was weird. Yeah. Uh, as like a watcher, as an observer, it's just like, huh? This is very yeah. uncomfortable. Um, lots of I've seen lots of online wrestlers have weighed in. They're like, yeah, this went off. This these people were shooting. They were hitting each other for real for so, a bit there. So so what's the deal, Mike? And you said it, and I've heard people say it before, like she didn't go down with her. Like, what's the difference there? Because uh, I only know of the context. I think it was like somebody saying something about Kevin Nash. So like he did a power bomb, but he didn't go down with you, which was almost like a almost like a like a. I mean, it, you it can felt, do it. It, it, it. Like a form of disrespect or something, something more along those lines. I mean, in Kevin Nash's thing, I think it's just to make it look more devastating. Like he just slams you down. Uh, I mean, you could do it that way. If Naya had done it properly, it would have been fine. But so what? I mean, what do they? What just, do people mean though by like you don't go down with them? I don't get it. Like you know how when you do a suplex, like a vertical suplex, you fall down with the person. You don't just drop them from the vertical. Okay. Like you land on your back at the same time. So you kind so of. She should have. So instead of like dropping them from whatever point, you kind yeah. of j- fall down with them, like yeah, gently guiding backwards. them. <laughs> Kind yeah, okay, so if okay. Nia had fallen back, they both would have hit their backs. She wouldn't have over-rotated and landed on her head. Right. I mean, you can do it properly. Like, John Moxley does a vertical suplex where he just drops you from the top and you land on your back. Um, so it can be done, but Nia's not the one to be doing it. <laughs> so is, the, is this another instance of Nia Jax fucking up? Should we just yeah, add I it think to the list? I think Nia was the cause that it started it, but then Charlotte started shooting on her, and then Nia's like, well, if you want to play that game, I'm bigger than you, and uh yeah, yeah. This, but uh, yeah, Nia's to blame. I would, <laughs> as usual. As more but, often, uh, yeah, yeah. Chances are. Uh, anyways, let's move on because up next, Omos takes on John Morrison. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but uh, Morrison, you know, he has his hot streak going, but Omos isn't gonna lose, so he hits him with the two hand choke slam, gets the win. Um, did you know that? Uh, Eve Marie and Dewdrop was the only match advertised for this episode of Monday Night Raw that they delivered on. Yeah, uh, I heard something. Morrison like that. Miz was also uh, advertised for tonight, and so was Lashley Sheamus. Um, <laughs> uh, which, okay. Um, yeah. The Miz wasn't even on the show. Miz so wasn't even on the show, something. so they probably had to, you know, make that one quickly. And then Lashley, Sheamus, who knows where they went there? Uh, yeah, no yeah. real explanation for Miz's absence. You know, maybe travel issues or something like that. But uh, weird booking decision felt like either way. Yeah, I mean, John Morrison. You know, you're trying to get this little baby for us baby face run going i just thought it was weird to kind of yeah, especially something like this you know this is a two minute match uh yeah do, like okay do you tell uh you know you do you tell your main event okay go two minutes longer or do, do you tell like who where could this two minutes have been distributed yeah somewhere else well, i mean probably. they could have just they could have just combined it with this next match because aj styles took on xavier woods and they could have just been like hey xavier john let's team up because kofi's not around right now. Yeah. I don't know. Give us two more minutes. But, great. Boom. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, because this next one was basically only two minutes as well. AJ locks in calf crusher. Xavier taps out. I mean, it was more than two minutes, but still, that's mm-hmm. basically all. It. Yeah. Yeah. A little more. A little mm-hmm. more than that. But um, either way, uh, the the, uh, the former Raw Tag Team champs got two straight wins, you know, on, on their little solo runs. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to the current Raw Tag Champs, because that's the main event here. RK-Bro taking on the Hurt Business. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, it was fine. They all had their little moments. Riddle hits the floating bro on Lashley, but MVP breaks up the count. Uh, but then on the outside, Omos and AJ show up and they attack Orton. Back in the ring, Riddle nails MVP with the pump knee and the floating bro. So he gets the win anyways, retains the titles. With the, uh, yeah. Yeah, in floating a, bro and then after. In a pretty good match. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, crowd still loves RK bro, mm-hmm. so they can ride that for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, Lashley spears Riddle, but then Orton RKO's Lashley. Uh, helps his buddy Riddle up. So RK bro stand tall. But it almost seems like they're teasing a bit of a Lashley Orton thing or something. Lashley Randy, I would think like that has to be or like in my in my mind that's the filler feud until Lashley Goldberg and Saudi. Right? Like if we need a match for extreme <laughs> why if we need a match for extreme rules, let's say Bobby yeah. Lashley Randy I mean, Orton, I, I, that makes sense. I think it's what late October we're going back to Saudi. Yeah. And he uh, used to talk about a skip button on this show. I didn't even mention Goldberg, but he was definitely on the show, cutting promos at some point. Oh, I skipped right past son. him. Oh, fuck yeah, that so kid. Do I. Fuck that kid. So do I. Fuck that kid, Gage. Uh, and yeah, your sort of, you know, similar. And, and on, <laughs> it's on SmackDown, you know, if it, it, it Brock Roman, there's a chance, you know, if that's a Saudi match, uh, then yeah. maybe, you know, I Finn mean, sort they, of fills the time until then. Yeah, could definitely see that. The Saudis love their big. Nostalgia stars. Yeah, so. exactly. Which is probably why Goldberg's still here. Which is probably why this uh, this WWE Championship is stagnating. Because we need to mm-hmm. spend uh, four and a half months with Goldberg involved. Uh, so we only get we only get the belt for like eight months a year. Um, yeah. Either way, but you know uh, what? Little the uh, the triple threat for the U.S. Championship was great this episode, and this was the first Raw. It's felt like in a while where we didn't have any we didn't have any rematches booked. Uh, <laughs> really, um, you know, Rhea Shayna. I don't think we've seen that on the main roster. Uh, you know, we had a tag tag match, the great triple threat. You know, a couple squashes. The Nia Charlotte, I think, is the only match that we've actually... Probably AJ Xavier. But, you know, it didn't really feel like we were rehashing things from recent weeks. Yeah. And the Nia Charlotte one was, I mean, significant. A fucking in a mess. Yeah. You, <laughs> like in an online social media way. And also, like, also like, like if, Char- uh, and, uh, if Charlotte said you did something wrong, that means you did something wrong. Like, there's no kind of, <laughs> like... You know, there she, she there has to be somebody like at the top of, you know what I'm saying? And when it comes to somebody play calling or something, right? Like if 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 you if you're in a match with Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan says, yeah. "Hey, you screwed that up," I can almost guarantee <laughs> you screwed that up. <laughs> yeah, Naya's uh, Naya has not earned the benefit of the doubt between no. the two. A hundred percent, no. Uh, so I'm sure whatever <laughs> happened, Charlotte was in the right. Mike, uh, that was episode of Monday Night Raw, and uh, that's the first half of the show. Should we take a break? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I will say real quick, in uh, in an unintended way, this does make me slightly intrigued for the inevitable Charlotte Naya rematch. Oh like, yeah, wow, can now they cooperate? that are they are they going to break down? Are they going to throw hands while they cooperate? That's a good point. I mean, you know, they worked themselves into a shoot, so now they got to shoot themselves back into a work uh, <laughs> yeah. to make it all, you so know. I mean, Nia beat her clean. That has to lead to a title match. I mean, usually, I mean, in in, in, uh, in Brock Lesnar logic, yeah. 
you are now <laughs> champion <laughs> to Brock Lesnar logic. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with the second half of the show because we have some NXT. We have our go-home dynamite. Uh, so stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother, yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Back here with part two of the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for sticking out through the break with us, folks, because the professional wrestling world uh, week, rather, is far from over. We have go-home shows. You know, we have go we have, we have Dynamite's, of course, you know, at the end of the week. You know, we're going home towards our... We're in Chicago. We're in the exact arena that all it will be taking place in. Um, and we have this week's edition of NXT, which is actually a fallout show so let's get in some NXT. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Before we call, before we start calling the action in the ring, Mike. This is the fallout from NXT Takeover 36, but it's almost like a go home. It almost feels like a go home show. Because we're leading a goodbye show. Because we're leading this, we're leading to territories where we haven't we haven't even charted before. Uh, so what? It was just yesterday, maybe the day before that. Melter Alvarez, everyone's talking about it. Uh, come September twelfth, NXT will be returning to be a live. I don't uh, maybe on the road atmosphere uh, with a new show being produced by Bruce Pritchard and none other than Vince McMahon. Yeah, that's a little scary. Um, I mean, we've seen the new logo, the rebranding. Well, not rebranding, but I guess re... It's not a rebrand. Yeah, yeah rebranding. Re yeah, sure. Changing re the color scheme. No uh, longer are we doing the human skull with the uh, eagle wings. The skull bird. Skull, yeah. skull bird. Uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming it's still going to be in the CWC, but they can kind of redress it. No more black and yellow. I mean, hopefully the ring ropes aren't rainbow colored. They will be. Uh, like an orange, a purple, and a pink <laughs> rope or something? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say but how it's going to Trips grow. is out. I mean, <laughs> it's weird. Sean's out. Yeah, he's he made he made NXT what it is. Matt I mean, Bloom when he came out. in, it was a shitty. Yeah. It was a shitty show when he came in. He built it up into a third brand, and then they got mad when it wasn't, you know, it's their third brand. Why aren't you as good as the other company's first brand? They got mad at him for that. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, certainly, hey. certainly don't have high hopes for the future of NXT. Of course, we will keep a close eye on it, uh, you know, for as long as we possibly can. Um, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, hope for the best. But if you're Adam Cole. I mean, yeah, he's thanking God his contract ran out when it did. And, and he's thinking to himself, <laughs> where should I sign to? So it's now pretty much there's, there's no options. It's either you work for Vince yeah. McMahon or you don't. Those are kind of the two options now. At least wasn't that wasn't that we were thinking with all the weeks prior was that like you know it's very 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 public knowledge that Adam Cole's hero is Shawn Michaels, and he's wanted yeah. to work with for in some capacity alongside him for his entire life, and he got the opportunity to do so for three years. But now yeah. the opportunities passed. It's you work for yeah. Vince or you work for not Vince. Nah, I think at this point it's work for Tony Khan or don't work at all. Those are what the two options should be. Yeah, because yeah, sure, sure. 
I mean, yeah, you've done everything in NXT. You can say you're the greatest NXT of all NXT superstar of all time, arguably. Yeah, and, and people would uh, argue in your favor. Yeah. But three, but, uh, three five star matches. Yeah. Four, maybe? Longest title reign ever. Longest title reign ever. Yeah. Get out of here, Cole. We know what, uh, we all know what's best. And I think you do too. We all know what's best. Uh, but let's get into this week's hey. episode of NXT. We only have two more <laughs> before uh, Vince takes over. And uh, this week, we actually kick off with some singles uh, women's action. That's right. We got Saray taking on Mandy Rose, who I'm sure Vince McMahon is going to love. Mandy, at least. Saray, he'll be like, who the hell is this? You work for me? <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess this is Mandy's first match back here in NXT. And. You know, she's assembling her posse. She's got Gigi Dolan and JC Jane at her side. Uh, yeah, looking solid in the ring here, being cocky, doing push-ups on Saray's back. Uh, but Saray takes over with her uh, heavy offense, just big suplexes. Uh, late in the match, she hits a devastating running drop kick to Mandy on the bottom rope, which Mandy took it like a champ. That was amazing. She just crashes hard to the floor. Um and you know, that drop kick was enough. JC and Gigi are like, no, no more of this. They grab Randy, grab Mandy, and just take her to the back, take the count out. So Sarai gets a win. Takes the count out. Unfortunately, Mandy Rose does get the L, you know, uh, yeah. uh, technically, officially, you know, for God's greatest creation. Man, I was watching yeah. <laughs> uh, I was watching this matchup, and I thought to myself, what the hell happened to Frankie Monet? She doesn't fight much. Which is weird. Weird, they hyped eh? her up for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they really did. They really did. And then, uh, you and know. I feel like I haven't seen Presley well, all summer right. <laughs> since since he took a dump in that tank. He hasn't been seen. I hope, I hope the dog's all right. No, well, yeah. Those little dogs. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Saray gets the win. Mandy Rose, though, I thought she actually had a good, the crowd was, you know, kind of split. They were reacting good for her. Yeah. Uh, but then we go to Kyle O'Reilly taking on Duke Hudson. And Kyle's got his ribs all taped up. So, you know, that just puts a target for old Duke to, yeah, try to wear you down. But uh, Kyle fights back, works over Hudson's knee and hits him with the big knee drop. and Locks in the heel hook. Get the submission win. A little quick win, just like that. Hudson, was he one of the guys yeah. uh, in the... Um that tournament, tournament we just watched? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, he'll be sticking around. He's kind of big, so I'm sure Vince will like him. Uh, mm -hmm. and then we got the new NXT United Kingdom champion. Ilya Dragunov comes out. Crowd chanting, you deserve it. And he just cuts a nice, passionate promo about his big win against Walter. And crowd chants, please don't go. And he says, oh, don't worry. You'll see me again soon. So, that's good. Hopefully, hopefully Walter as well. Yeah, still, uh, we're still in the in the shadow of that incredible match having happened. Mm -hmm. Feels like, yeah, that's. Who knows? We uh, might never see a we might never see a better match in a takeover. <laughs> uh, so watch out. Yeah, uh, maybe he's just like I gotta get out of here. Vince McMahon's coming. Got to get back to the UK, boys. Yeah, wait, hey, maybe that's where Hunter and Sean are gonna go. They're gonna <laughs> they'll be producing before NXT. Vince is like, wait a minute, UK, there's another NXT. Yeah, God damn it. Vince, uh, someone's going to show a photo of Vince. Remember that graphic when uh, Trips wanted to expand NXT and there there was like there was like a map of the world and then it was like, <laughs> I think it was like 
China was highlighted. India was highlighted. Like all these, you know, somewhere yeah, in South America was also highlighted. Uh, yeah. Maybe Triple H is going to kind of flee to one of those destinations. Who knows? Uh, then we get Imperium taking on Drake Maverick and Grayson Waller. You know this guy? I don't think so. Should I? I don't know. Okay. He was uh, dressed up like a boxer. Uh, and he, you know, takes a beating. Uh, gets beat up, eats the Imperial Bomb, and Imperium get the win. Yeah. I... Yeah, I'm surprised Drake Maverick still has a job. Well, so where, where what, what happened? <laughs> so he, the whole thing and him losing his job, then him crying, and then him getting the opportunity that he lost again. But then did he get a contract? Did I just forget about this? I mean, yeah, he lost his job and they brought him back. And then now his partner got released, so he's still around, but... I can't imagine he's anything that Vince McMahon wants, a guy his size and not muscular or anything and not particularly like. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, (laughs) remember when uh, Drake Maverick pissed his pants at SummerSlam in uh, like 2018 or something? Vince loves that. Vince loves that. Maybe we're keeping. Give that guy a 10 year contract. God (laughs) damn it. Guy a lifetime contract. Yeah. (laughs) You'll piss your pants on moment's notice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no MSK uh, jo- though. No MSK. Uh, sorry, that's what I meant to say. I think this was the only tag match we got of the night, and it feels like maybe until if we are going on the road or live or however that is, we need a new fresh set of people to maybe cheer for MSK because uh, I don't yeah. think they'll get the intended response at the uh, CWC. Well, we might just see them later. You'll. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Uh, but Johnny Gargano, Gargano takes on LA Knight, and he's got Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis now accompanying Johnny at ringside. Uh, you know, taking him into the family. I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but Candice LeRae is now pregnant um, in real life, her and Johnny having a baby, so I don't think we'll see much of her on TV for a little while. Baby wrestling. Yeah, baby wrestling. That's right. <laughs> and uh, with... Uh, Austin Theory, I think he ran away from home. We haven't seen him in a long time. So this Gargano family, I mean, if they need Dexter Loomis. Has now, fallen apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, Johnny's fighting. He gets knocked off the apron right into Loomis's arms, catches him. Uh, Johnny goes back in the ring. And then Loomis, like, reaches a hand out. And Johnny reaches back. And I don't know why. He just, a silly distraction, allows uh, Knight to hit the BFT, get the win. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if I blame. I don't know if I blame Dexter. If I blame Johnny for, I don't know what the hell either of them were thinking. Yeah, he was. Uh, either <laughs> way, this was uh, this was Johnny Gargano, a uh, crowd favorite uh, here. I feel yeah, like he's been he's been a little Johnny. tweener throughout this uh, index thing, and uh, maybe La Knight is just so, can turn anybody babyface in the if you're in the ring with him. <laughs> you know, maybe he's maybe he's that level of. Of good, where no matter what, he will get more heel heat than you will. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the way, what the way's direction is, this three-piece that they... Who knows what the way's direction is, but I think, uh, to me, I'm more just thinking now, Samoa Joe is our champion. He will need a challenger, challengers, uh, and LA Knight is a guy who could be a challenger to Samoa Joe. He could be one. Yeah, uh, that could definitely be a good, good.
good feud. Yeah, I mean, we had just seen Kyle O'Reilly get a win earlier on in the night. You know, I think there's some fresh matchups, which uh, could be pretty good. Uh, then we get a teaser, another little Tian Shaw video, which tells us that next week we will finally see the in-ring debut of Mei Ying. Wow. So, hey, that's something. That was surprising. Uh, we were asking ourselves just last week, you know, when, if, slash, when it'll ever happen. Uh, I guess yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, they got to do something if Xia Li is missing from the group, the... It can't just be Boa carrying it, cause yeah, cause he's yeah. getting lost. He's getting L's. <laughs> yeah, he's picking up L's. Uh, speaking of L's, we go to Raquel Gonzalez taking on Jesse Kamea. Uh, I think this is you were asking about Frankie Monet. This is where she was. She's just at ringside with Jesse Kamea. Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, gets a couple moves in, but then Raquel takes over, hits the Chingola, Chingola bomb. Gets the win, and she just stares down Frankie Monet, who's watching at ringside. So maybe that's what they're leading to, a title, short little title feud between Monet and Raquel. Yeah, Gonzalez, Monet. And see, the thing with uh, the thing with NXT is that we don't have this, or currently we don't have this, like, routine pay-per-view schedule where, you know, us as fans in the back of our minds can keep kind of thinking, oh, yeah, there is this in the future. Um, yeah. you know, like we have all out, but we know that after all out is full gear sometime in November. So, you know, uh, between mm-hmm. August or September, November, you're like, yeah, this is what happens. Uh, but with no like clear dates in mind, I don't know. What's this, you know, what are we building towards? Yeah, no, I mean, that could be it. Frankie Monet might not necessarily be a takeover title match yet, but you can have a title match on a weekly episode of NXT. Why not? Build Why it not? up for her yeah, her and her little group. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we got a little sit-down interview, Wade Barrett, Samoa Joe. But uh, we don't really, you know, he's just Tim talking about, I'm the champ, I'm the standard bearer. and We don't know who's going to be his next challenger yet. No, but he wants to compete against the best. That's what he said. Yeah, so bring it on, everybody. Uh, Roderick Strong takes on Ikamanjiro. And, uh, yeah, Roddy doesn't much care for Jiro's, you know, carefree, fun attitude. He slams him hard on the steel steps. Very nasty landing. That it was just like tailbone on corner. I don't know. It didn't look good. It looked, it looked maybe. Yeah, looked. I mean, it looked good. It looked rough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he can't even get up. Roddy just throws him back in the ring. Nails a big backbreaker. Just wearing down Jiro. Uh Jiro gets a little comeback, gets the crowd fired up, hits a nice springboard moonsault, uh, but then Roddy kicks out, hits a couple more vicious backbreakers to get the win. Yeah, Roddy Roderick Strong is such a good wrestler, but w- with very, very little charisma, I feel. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, having Jiro in the match with him, you know, he lets Jiro be the charisma, but maybe he's a little too green to sort of uh, re- represent that entire role. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, we, we, weeks ago, we were promised a Roderick Strong versus Kushida match, which I think never happened. And I think at the yeah, end of the know. match, the uh, I think at the end of the match, Roderick Strong calls out Kushida after that. Who knows why, for whatever reason, that match was delayed, but give a, we need to get that. Because I feel like that would yeah. be a lot of fun. Maybe it's a travel issue. He's... 
yeah, travel issue. You never, you you never know. You never know. But uh, never know. I as long as we get, yeah, I still hopefully. want to see it. Uh, then the main event is Tommaso Ciampa taking on Ridge Holland. Just two, uh, yeah, just hard hitting, fighting all around the ring, outside, using the environment. Uh, yeah, Ciampa hits the air raid crash, big near fall. But then soon after that, he hits the Willows Bell, gets a three. But then before he can even celebrate, Pete Dunn, Birch, Larkin, they all jump in until MSK come out. They make the save, and I think this is their first ever pop. They got a positive reaction. Because <laughs> they helped out Ciampa. Ciampa. Their biggest pop ever, uh, because they yeah. helped one of the most beloved superstars <laughs> in, the, in, in, in the brand. And he is. Yeah, yeah Tomas Trump is clearly one of the biggest stars here. Even in this new era, he could remain to do so. You know, win or lose, the fans love him. And uh, I'd say the same for Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we always love the Thatcher man here. But, um, uh, but, but yeah. yeah, time will tell on this whole uh, MSK thing. I I still really don't know what everybody else thinks. They need to go on the road. We need we need a little bit of a uh, crowd feedback. Yeah. But that was it. That was NXT for the week. Only two more shows, I believe, until. Uh, or one show, and then the one after that will be uh, brand new. So look Do out, ladies and gentlemen. Look out, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to our from a good. I'm worried about. I'm worried, worried uh, we might lose the Poppy Association. I don't know if Vince McMahon knows Poppy. <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, uh, from a almost goodbye show to a go home show, let's move across because uh, it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means? It's time for some AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. That's right. And uh, they really didn't hype it up much or anything, but this was actually episode one hundred. I usually they're good at hyping shit, and it wasn't until uh, later on in the show we'll get a uh, an in ring uh, interview with Chris Jericho and Jim Ross. It wasn't until Chris Jericho said it that I caught it. They may have said it earlier on, but it just kind of went over my head. Yeah, they certainly didn't make a big deal out of it. It was bizarre. But, yeah, uh, you think they would have said something? Either way, it's uh, Dynamite One Hundred. Congratulations! Yeah, either way, guys. hey, it's cool. Uh, and you know, as soon as you. Start the show, you can see there's a steel cage hanging above the ring. Uh, what's that for? I don't know. Well, so, we'll yeah, see. we are in the same arena <laughs> as um, where All Out will be taking place. Of course, All Out has the, uh, that, that, uh, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, The yeah. match. Lucha Bros. Uh, Young the match. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess maybe they just set it up. Like, oh, we'll leave it there all week. Whatever. Why the uh, hell not? So anyways, we start off with a hot tag match here. Santana, Ortiz taking on FTR. We all remember that last match with that scary injury to Cash, that big cut. I saw some Twitter pictures afterwards of the aftermath, and it was it was deep, that it was, thing. It was 25 pretty, stitches. It was pretty nasty. It looked pretty nasty. Yeah. So it's crazy. He's back at it pretty soon already. That thing's got to still be healing up. Uh, but yeah, Santana, Ortiz, they had their dead presidents get up on. Uh, yeah, this was good. You know, crowd was split for both teams. You don't really know. Two of the tops in the division here. Uh, Santana Ortiz doing some big dives, high flying. 
FTR trying to keep them grounded. Uh, they even call back to the last match where they had the corner. They removed that little cover over the turnbuckle. And they threatened to yank Ortiz's arm near that exposed steel. Trying to make another freak injury. Uh, danger. Dangerous. Uh <laughs> But uh, that thing stays exposed, and later on he gets slammed headfirst into it. FTR hit him with the big rig, but then the pin gets broken up. Pride and Powerful fight back, and they end up hitting this double inverted suplex. And that gets them the win. I haven't seen them use that as a finishing move before, but here it is. I don't think so. I was a little surprised. I thought FTR would get the win. Uh, and this one, you know, after that first match of theirs was cut short because of the injury, I've heard that, you know, the arm injury uh, may be serious, you know, and may force uh, Wheeler, Cash Wheeler, to be out of action for a long time, which is weird why I thought they, like, kind of bumped it up to here. But he had a little arm sleeve Yeah, a little on. thing on. But still, yeah, I thought, yeah, pretty soon looked like a serious injury, so. But it was a great, it was a great, uh, it was a great way to kick off the show. Yeah. yeah. No, the match was great. Uh, then we go to CM Punk coming out to another huge reaction to cut one more promo. Well, maybe not. He might be on Rampage. He'll probably, one more he'll probably be on Rampage. <laughs> uh, talking about the big match against Darby this Sunday until Daniel Garcia and 2.0 run out and they just triple team him, beating him down until Darby Allen and Sting come out to make the save. And, uh, we see CM Punk at his first offense in. Including uh, GTS. So the three men stand tall together. Darby and Punk kind of go face to face for a second. And then Sting gets on the microphone. Puts both guys over and says, on Sunday, I'm going to stay in the back. And let you two put on the show. So much respect between these these men, between these competitors. They're not looking for cheap shots a week before the pay-per-view. No, they want a fair fight. Yeah. Gotta respect that. And God, I hey, respect you know that. what? I also respect uh, 2.0 go from being released from NXT to sharing a ring with Sting and CM Punk on television in the same week. Oh my God! Imagine <laughs> what a what a meteoric rise these yeah, guys like, thank are. Thank God on. we got released. <laughs> these guys are on right now. I swear. I mean, it's late in the year. It's late in the year, but a strong rookie of the year potential. Strong. Yeah. If yeah, they can yeah. keep this in going shooties, through full that, yeah. gear, they have a lot of fun. I like uh, they they get a lot of backstage segments now. And one of them, I got I, I got to learn both their names. But one of them like screams all the time. Like everything yeah, one of them he stands says out more than the other. Is a scream, <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, scream yeah, in my good. face. Like, hey, Darby. <laughs> it's like he has one volume. This dude. Uh, got to learn their names. Yeah, they could be on a meteoric rise though. I gotta say. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I too need to learn their names. <laughs> 2.0. Uh, we had a little sit-down interview. Tony Schiavone, MJF. Kind of, you know what to expect. MJF, rude, cocky, insulting Jericho. Mm -hmm. But always a good promo from him. Yeah. Um, uh, the promo's happening. Still not stoked on the match, though. Uh, especially because it is shaping up to be a pretty damn big card. But... <laughs> we'll talk yeah. we'll talk about yeah. that a little bit later. We'll talk about that in a sec or two. But uh we got Orange Cassidy taking on Jack Evans and that damn Matt Hardy attacking Cassidy before the bell. So the ref ejects him from the ring. Which uh I mean still gives Evans an advantage early on, but Orange Cassidy fights back, reverses a suplex attempt into an inside cradle to get the three count. 
But then afterwards, all of the Hardy family jump him again. So uh, Jurassic Express come out to make the save. Um, I, I, I now, if you were watching this live, the ending of the match happened during the commercial break when you were in picture in picture. That's right. Uh, uh, which which I thought was a weird. Yeah, I was like, huh? I like, I can't even. You know, what's the point of that? But um, I don't know if it was a miscue <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, Orange Cassidy's got to be on TV every week. He's our new kind of. He's a guy. He's on TV all the time. Yeah, he's a guy, but he's a good guy. Uh, not just a guy. But yeah. Uh, after that, we go to Jim Ross in the ring for his first ever in-ring interview here in AEW. And uh, he gives a nice introduction, brings out his guest, Chris Jericho, who just cuts a promo about his long, legendary career, his journey in the wrestling business, and uh, his putting it all, his entire career on the line against MJF this Sunday. And yeah, just a good fired-up promo. Makes me believe maybe this is it. Because they specifically say he'll retire from all elite wrestling, not that he'll never wrestle again. So he can still go do his cruise and things like that. He can still do the cruise. <laughs> he can still do uh, New Japan if he wants. Uh, but I, th- yeah, yeah. We'll, t- we'll talk. We'll talk about this. We'll uh, talk. We'll talk about this matchup a little bit later. But uh, you know, it is Chris Jericho, right? This man transcends yeah. time and space. Yeah, he always looks a little. His eyes are always red and cloudy. I'm. I'm just saying. <laughs> He looks like he has a good time. That's what he looks like. Of course. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs take on Brian Cage. A lot of beef here. A lot of beef. Uh, <laughs> but uh, pretty standard big man match here. Cage is in control when Hook jumps up to distract the ref. And Ricky Starks nails Cage with the FTW belt. Allowing Hobbs to hit his finisher and get the win. You know, there's so many of these, uh, like, internal beefs or segments or whatever, which does nothing to just, like, push the feud forward. Yeah. Right? And another kind of, you know, it's Team Taz, Cage, House, Loses, Starks, Greasy. I'm like, that did nothing to, you know, kind of push whatever we're trying to do. For me, at least. Just for me. No, me too, I think. Cage needs to separate fully from Team Taz. Let's just be done. The split is over. Let's move on from all of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, then we get QT Marshall and his factory in the ring. They call out Paul White. So he comes out and then just single-handedly takes out everyone in the ring. Takes out all of them. The gun club come out after to help, even though he already had it handled. Uh, the crowd chants, QT sucks. But then out of nowhere, Billy Gunn just nails White in the back with a chair, followed by another chair shot to the head. So it looks like the gun club is heel. And From, uh, uh, one family to the other. Well, yeah, JR, you, you mean the big show was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did he call him the big he show? He called again? him Big Show twice. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, he's got the BS on his sweater. He, so he also said something to. really funny uh, where he was talking about, I think. Um, like the members of what the factory, Camarado, Solo, the other guy, and he was like, "These guys are, uh, oh, these guys are really full of full of P and V," which I know <laughs> that he was trying to say piss and vinegar, and then maybe thought to himself, "You're not supposed to say piss," but P and V to me sounds a, like being full of P and V sounds a lot worse than being full of piss and vinegar. 
Um, yeah, and I'm pretty he's sure he's trying say his piss. best, though, man. They say shit on the air. You can say piss. Shit is worse than piss. <laughs> is shit worse than piss? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. In every way, I think it is. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then uh, and then Marshall, yeah, then QD Marshall came in and then hit Big Show with a cutter, I think. You know, yeah. drum up some heat. A kind of a cutter. Big Show just like turns and falls. But on it was side. a weird, yeah, it was a weird move for those uh, those members of the Gun Club, though. I thought that was a little bit of an odd well, uh, choice. This whole thing, this whole thing is like not worthy of, not worthy of the pay per view. Not even worthy of being on Dynamite. I think. Like you think this would, like you think this would be a fun rampage match. Like you know, if you, if you got to blow yeah, off a like match, Paul on, White's first match at Rampage, ran, the Rampage point. before uh, All Out. You know, you're like, boom. That's I mean, because that you know, and then we watch Rampage, and then that excites us to watch the paper. You know, like I can kind of see how those things go, but to see, you know, to see the Gun Club just sort of turn, bring up some heat. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, Malachi Black is not on the all-out card, but QT Marshall and Paul White get on the card. That's a little... It's bizarre. Yeah, it is a bit bizarre. I think uh, Malachi Black will be on this week's Rampage. Yeah, he had like a little video this week. Yeah. One thing I like, every week that little, his darkness on his face spreads more and more. It's like he's becoming more corrupt. Oh, really? That's cool. His black face paint, yeah. I wonder if fully he'll just be No, he probably won't be. Probably not I'm going to stop you right there. He probably won't be. I'm not saying blackface. Oh, okay. There'll be like some white mixed in and okay. stuff. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think he would. Uh, but anyways, let's move on to some women's action here. Uh, Penelope Ford taking on Ty Conti with the bunny on the outside helping Ford behind the ref's back. Uh, you know, even though they were in the 930 slot, they actually got a good amount of time here. Pretty good little match. Uh Eventually, Ty takes over, just hits a bunch of pump kicks in the corner, her new signature move. Uh, she shoves Penelope into the bunny and then rolls her up with a nice bridge to get the three count. And then afterwards, the heels just jump in, beat up Conti until we get the return of Anna Jay to come and save her friend. Anna Jay, welcome back. Yeah, is she still Dark Order aligned? Still Dark Order aligned. You know, of course, she gave up on one of the best gimmicks in professional wrestling history <laughs> to be a member of the Dark Order, who uh, yeah. who themselves have kind of, you know, fell by the wayside, especially since Hangman's been out, you know, with the birth of his kid recently, or the 2B the birth. And, Soon uh, to be, yeah. And Anna Jay being out. Yeah, the Dark Order needing a little bit of life uh, to be thrown back in. Yeah, yeah, a little bit on the ropes at the moment yeah uh but yeah i thought the women's match was pretty solid yeah it was pretty good we'll be seeing probably all these competitors in uh the casino battle royal um this weekend yes and tony khan did announce that that match is being bumped from the pre-show to the main show because they've had to cancel pack versus andrade yeah i wonder why that was i wonder why that was like, Once again, on, I think travel issues. I on think. which side, though? I think Pac, because I feel like Andrade's been to Mexico and back recently. So. Yeah, so we think Pac still like lives in the UK and then only shows up for Dynamite. I don't know what is his that, deal is, Yeah, I wonder, because he's so, like, you know, nobody knows anything about this guy. Yeah, because uh, that happened before he kind of disappeared for a while and then he came back. I think just, you know, 
just move here for a bit. Just, <laughs> just come live here for the next five years. For a little bit, you know. And, make uh, a lot of money. But and... I guess we've taken off that match, which is good. Instead of replacing it, or, you know, we're kind of just switching whatever the, whoever it was out. Yeah. They did add another pre-show match, but we'll talk about that. Sure. But, uh, anyways, uh, let's talk about the main event of this week's show. Uh, the Elite taking on Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express. Big eight-man tag match here. So... You know, of course, throughout the thing, everyone's having their fun little moments, uh, except for Doc Gallows because he sucks. But uh, he did nothing. He did literally nothing all match. <laughs> yeah, nah. he got put over so, the rope uh, like three times. Oh my yeah. god, this guy! Jungle Boy though, looking great. He's eating power bombs on the apron, just doing big high flying spots. Uh, yeah, eventually it comes down to the Bucks. They hit Phoenix with a Meltzer driver. They get the three count, but uh, I don't know. It was weird. During the pin, I saw Phoenix lift his shoulder up like three times. Oh, really? I don't know what he was doing. Hmm. Yeah. And it was like he was selling the pain, but his shoulder was up, so the ref should have. Anyways. Hmm. Uh, anyway, after the match, Kenny Omega comes out with a different. He had like dark blue, black hair. Yeah, I thought it was like dyed jet black. <laughs> yeah, like jet. I saw a little bit of blue maybe in there oh, as yeah. well, which was. Uh, I don't know. Either way, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was meant to be like purposely look like, I don't know. It just looked funny. Hmm. But yeah, he's just ordering the elite around. They all beat up uh, the guys in the ring. The good brothers hit the magic killer, putting Luchasaurus through a table. So Christian Cage comes running out to try and help, but he gets outnumbered. The elite, they all grab the kendo sticks, and uh, that's when the cage that's been hanging all night starts to lower. And, uh, yeah, they've got him trapped inside. They just beat the shit out of him. All these baby faces come out. They start trying to climb the cage, but they get thwarted. Uh, this might have been the most useful the uh, that cold spray's ever been with Cutler just spraying guys trying to climb up on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Because they can't hit him They're back. They're climbing up the truss, and he just... So, anyways, yeah, they're just beating the shit out of him. They get handcuffs out, start cuffing the guys, and... Uh, they finish it all off with a triple BTE trigger to Christian. Uh, and then we kind of go off the air quickly. It felt like there might have been more happening, but it just cuts off. Yeah, okay. I, my feet, my feet also cut off. So, yeah, maybe they went a little <laughs> yeah. bit long there at the end or whatever. Uh, yeah, if you if you were unhappy with the Elite's dominance in AEW before this show uh, or before this <laughs> segment, don't watch this segment then. Um, yeah, it, it almost has like an NWO style That's definitely what I think. yeah just dominate like destroying literally everybody yeah i definitely think that's what they're going like for purposely and, going for it yeah you don't want to go too far though you can people can turn on it mm-hmm. and uh yeah i think they're getting a little close with all that interference so hopefully you know and it, fe- and, it, and, it, and it felt like the way that you know, Christian Cage won the Impact title. Like, hey, they got a little bit about what they deserved. And then, yeah. you know, we all felt, you know, maybe Jurassic Express and then Young Bucks. And we're like, yeah, finally, the Bucks are going to go down. And maybe it uh, won't happen that way. Uh, let's get right into the pay-per-view, right? Because we're just going to be talking about it. Uh, so let's get into this week's edition uh, or probably this year's edition of All Out live from Hoffman Estates in Illinois, Chicago, where all where this you know everything always happens in this in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I think we mentioned it before. They booked this one long before the rampage, so 
That's why it's in a slightly smaller arena than the uh, the Allstate. Although, was, although I think that w any city in North America, or like you know, any any of those big markets, they could sell out a pay per view in the biggest arena. Yeah. You know, in, so. in in their Scotiabank sized where the hockey and basketball teams play, I think they could. I think yeah. they could sell out ACC. I think they could sell out Staples. They could sell out Barclays. They could sell out, you know, any of those. I agree. Let's get into the card then, because you did say there was one pre-show match. It was supposed to be the uh, Casino Battle Royal, um, the Women's Casino Battle Royal. However, it'll just be a standard 10-man tag. Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Yuta, and Jurassic Express uh, taking on the Hardy Family Office and TH2. Uh, probably just a lot of excitement and, uh, and pizzazz um, to happen just because we have a nine-match card. Um, Ten. Ten. My Fuck. Well, including this pre-show. Including the pre-show, I guess it would be ten. Yeah, but we have a ten. Yeah. We have nine matches on our uh, on our main card. Yeah. So you Wolf. know, this one, give it to the give it to the baby faces. Have a little fun pro pre-show match there. Yeah, I'm sure it'll happen. That's all you need. I'm sure it'll happen. Uh, Mike, you're gonna book this card for us uh, this week because you're just god so gosh darn good at it. <laughs> all right. Well, then, let's just kick off with the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, I won't go over every name, but, uh, you know, some of the big contenders. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa has a big chance of winning. Ty Conti, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet. Uh, yeah, some of those. Jade Cargill, Hikaru Shida, who we, like, never see, even though she was a champ for a year, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah, yeah, uh, still, still, still sporting that huge uh, AEW record too. I bet. Yeah, and of course there is the one mystery spot, the old Joker. Uh, and my pick is uh, one woman, formerly known as Ruby Riot, to come out and take that spot. Maybe take that spot, Mike. You know your pick would be one. My pick would be. Uh, dare I say two? Because if I can think of a team that have always been a team, it's none other than the Iconics. I think the two of them are going to oh. pop up as a double Joker. That um, would be hey, that'd be just as good. That'd be if not better. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> they have new in-ring names. Couldn't tell you what it would be, but uh, I do know. I saw. I saw them trademark. I forget what it is, but okay. it's something along. Those I do lines. know the non-compete is over. You know, it's over for Ruby Riot. It is over for Peyton Royce. It is over for Billy Kay. Uh, any three of those women could be popping up oh, yeah. um, in this battle royal to really elevate this whole division, really. So the new team is called Inspiration with two eyes. Inspiration. There you have it. There you have it. Yeah. So there you have it. I like that. Hope they all three can show up. Hopefully that'd mm -hmm. be great. Uh, then we got a singles match. Uh, they've kind of been hyping it up over a couple weeks. John Moxley just cutting his little promos because he's taking on Satoshi Kojima. Uh, kind of a new Japan crossover here. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, opening that forbidden door that he keeps saying. Opening that eventually... forbidden door. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so it should be a fun little match. Yeah, looking uh, forward to it. Uh, Kojima was the first guy to ever hold the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Interesting. He's 50. I did not know he was that old. Wow. There you go. Cool. And I think I think the American <laughs> audience just likes seeing New Japan characters because it means, you know, it's, it's something, it's just different. It's fun. Yeah. I bet a lot of the AEW fans are already New Japan fans or are at least aware of the name, the big names and the big matches. 
Yeah. Yeah, and uh, if not, this match, I'm sure they'll wrestle a slightly different style, so they could be like, hey, there's some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Moxley will hit the Death Rider. Death Rider! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we get Miro taking on Eddie Kingston for that AEW TNT Championship. Um, Yeah, you know, Miro's just been on this dominant reign, and uh, everyone, the crowd loves Eddie, but I don't think he's quite going to win the belt here. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. there's some. Maybe we see the debut of uh, Miro's wife, C.J. Perry, come out to cause a bit of a scuffle. Eddie loses that way, and then he gets his big rematch in that New York sellout crowd. That's gonna be on oh, fire. that's how that's you. Bo- that's how you book. <laughs> that's how you book a show, Mike. That's incredible. If the 90 day competes are over, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lana, C.J. We could, yeah, we're good. Whatever you want to call double her. the women's division and then one night. Imagine uh, yeah. Eddie Kingston winning a championship in New York. In, in his New York. Whole, in New York at Madison Square Garden, the the yeah. the former birthplace of Vince McMahon. Yeah, uh, yeah sure that, that's how you book a fucking show, Mike. <laughs> now that's all I want. Now that's all I want. I just now this is exactly <laughs> what I want to happen. And putting well, anybody, putting anybody in the ring with Miro, similar to an LA Knight, he automatically makes you a babyface just by stepping yeah. in the ring with him. It doesn't even matter what you do; you're a babyface. And Eddie Kingston's so over. And Miro has been in all his promos. He usually mentions his wife. He's like, "My hot wife." My hot wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so she's not without. Uh, she exists in the AEW universe. In the canon, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, then we get Chris Jericho taking on MJF in what could be the AEW retirement of Chris Jericho if he loses. Uh, but like you said, I mean, we've already seen the match three times. MJF's won every time. So, I mean, you expect he should win again. He's the young guy. Chris Jericho has no reason to beat him. But, I mean,. I guess you also think, is Chris Jericho really going to retire from AEW forever? I don't know. What do you think? <clears throat> will he real? Well, will he retire from competing in the ring? <sighs> so hard to say. You know that Chris <laughs> Jericho... <laughs> it is so hard to say um, because, yeah, I feel like he would just come back to, like, commentary or something like that. Like, you know, he would always be around the locker room. Uh, he's yeah. 50 years old. Uh, he's the first one to say that, you know, AEW was able to sign such a large deal with TNT and all these sorts of things because the assurance that he would be there. And now what? Three years later, I think he can look back, or two and a half rather, he can look back and just now look at the roster. Now look at what we're doing. Now look at AEW. We're no longer... Uh, uh, a pipe dream with a reti- with with an old vet. Like they got punk, mm-hmm. they got punk back. If they if they pick up Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole to go alongside Jungle Boy, Darby, the entire elite that's already there. I know I'm forgetting someone. MJF. Yeah. Chris Jericho doesn't need to be there anymore. Like he can do that. Uh, that's the way I see it. I think he's going down. And not only that, I think that. This is it for him. This is it for him wrestling in the ring. Um, if you are in the Columbus, Ohio area tonight or the Joalette, Illinois area tomorrow, be sure to catch <laughs> Fozzie live. Um, and then starting on the 9th is uh, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That's when the Fozzie World Tour uh, goes through October. 
Um, so either way, Chris Jericho will be on tour for the next bunch of months um, with his band, Fozzie, where you can sing, where you can hear songs like Judas and others. Uh, <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah, Fo- um, Chris Jericho's going down, um, but on- but just only because, you know, his pre- the roster will be okay without him. The, the fans, the commercials, the sponsors, we're, we're going to be okay. Yeah. And he can be like a Ric Flair, just come back once in a while. And like he, we already out. we already won Wednesday. You know, yeah. if there was ever a concern, somebody at somebody at TNT over over there saying themselves like, "Holy shit!" Like they win, they beat him. They you beat you beat Vince McMahon on a day. Great, <laughs> that's a lot of faith. And if uh, if Fozzie ever opens for a band I like, I'll buy a ticket. Sure, if I can get a fo- <laughs> if I can get a Fozzie ticket for like twenty five bucks, and I got nothing to do that night. We're going. Yeah, if they play, yeah. Well, obviously they're going to no, play. No, if they like open for if they open for a band I like as well. Oh, they can even be the headliners. Man. I'll just show up at like ten thirty. Like that's fine. I just because yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine I want to hear any band that opens for Fosse. No. Uh, <laughs> then we have the Young Bucks taking on the Lucha Brothers in a steel cage match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Um. Yeah, like we said, I mean, we thought the storyline was kind of leading to Jurassic Express for the big title win. But, uh, I mean, Lucha Brothers, just as capable of a team. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Not uh, not as confident in them winning, but I could still see it happening. Yeah, I uh, yeah, as, soon as, as soon as we got that swerve to the Lucha Bros, yeah, I just feel like if, or I think if Jurassic Park or Jurassic Express <laughs> is going to win, <laughs> it needs to be a little more triumphant than just a win over the Lucha Bros. But who knows? We could change, yeah. we could change the entire fabric of that story. One thing, when we saw the cage come down to close off this week's episode of Dynamite, I thought to myself, that cage is just so fucking tall. That's the same. It's the yeah. same cage, by the <laughs> way, t- that Cody Rhodes almost broke his fucking foot off of jumping off doing that. Uh, yeah, like reverse shooting star salt. press. And then I thought, and then I thought to myself, that cage is too tall, too tall. Someone's oh, taking someone's, someone's taking a destroyer off the top. <laughs> someone's taking a destroyer off the top uh, of the cage. Oh, oh my boy. god! It's go. It's got. Uh, it's gotta yeah. happen, right? Like if I'm, you I'm, have if you have Ray Phoenix and Nick Jackson <laughs> in the same ring together, one of them's taking a destroy. One, of the, I think it's it's gotta happen, right? What's gonna be the big off the cage spot? It's gotta be a fucking destroyer. If they can do that, I mean, I've got that spot of the year shooty right that, there. I I we, I can I you, you can almost <laughs> like pen you can almost pencil it in. Whatever these yeah. guys do off the top. Spot of the year written all over it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and just another, dude, every single time these guys fight, it's hilariously fun. And I expect <laughs> no different this week. This, the, Yeah, I expect no different this time. I agree. Uh, after that, though, the crowd's going to be so hot. It's going to be such a fun match. <laughs> We're going to need to cool down for a second. Let people go grab a drink. So uh, this is when we have Paul White taking on QT Marshall with all his little factory buddies. Yeah, let's just assume Paul White, maybe Cody makes a save at one point. 
Yeah, Cody makes a save. Maybe someone else shows up. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I like think. Like I said, you know, we, Cody's been off television since the Malachi Black thing. Hey, maybe that's this where maybe this is where Malachi Black comes back into the fold. Um, yeah, may give Cody, you know, give him a little, give a little, a little pop. Take down yeah. uh, QT Marshall and the rest of them. Easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way, filler match. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, then we get to the big three, the big three final matches here. We got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defending that woman's title against Chris Statlander, who, great competitor, but I feel like they really haven't built her up too much, uh, towards this, you know, as a, as a credible challenger, even though she is top rank, she doesn't really talk much. It's mostly been Britt carrying the feud. Mm Mm-hmm. And with the addition but, of uh, Jamie Hayter and, of course, Rebel uh, always on the wings there, this leads another opportunity for a a new star to come in and make that babyface save, uh, like we had just mentioned with the inspiration and uh, Ruby Riot. Yeah, um, yeah, could be one of them. You know, because eventually, if we find ourselves close to that three-on-one beatdown, you know, uh, that's, that's the moment. <laughs> that's the moment where yeah. a Ruby Riot type could come in, make that big baby face save, and then uh, be that next challenger for full gear. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, either way, I expect a good match from these two. Yes, yeah, two of the stronger performers in the division. They'll give it to us. Mm-hmm. Then we get Kenny Omega defending that AEW World Heavyweight Championship against Christian Cage. Uh, I thought they might have thrown in winner take all, just so you can. Throw okay. that impact title in there as well, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I think Christian will put up a great fight, have a couple big big moments, but uh, come up short. Kenny gets the win. Kenny's got to get the win, mainly because Sunday will tie him with John Moxley for that longest uh, AW World Championship title reign. He needs to make it to Monday so he can be in sole possession of that record. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so let's give it to him. I still think we're holding out for Hangman Page down the road. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the one that everyone wants to see, mm-hmm. and they've got all that history, all that story built in. So let's do it. Uh, but let's go to the main event, the last match on the card. Not for any title, but it doesn't matter because we're in Chicago. This is the historic, heroic return to the ring for CM Punk. As he takes on Darby Allen. And I just expect like the first five minutes of this match to just be deafening. The crowd's just going to be roaring. Uh, and then, yeah, they'll go 20, 25 minutes, have a great back and forth. Punk will probably win, but I wouldn't even be shocked if he lost to Darby in his big return. But I don't expect it. Yeah, well, you're certainly, you, you are certainly right that uh, this will be the main event. I mean, this mm-hmm. this has been something the wrestling world's been waiting for for nigh a decade now. Um, mm-hmm. And this is it, you know? And like you just kind of followed up with that, I would not be surprised if Darby Allen won. It's, you know, for CM Punk to come in and talk about wanting to work with fun, exciting talent who loves the business and then go over, almost like a con, almost contradicts what he's saying, right? Almost, you know, but for him to come <laughs> back and, you know, the, the 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 young people back in that locker room who have the same energy and enthusiasm that I did when I entered the business and then put the other guy over. Uh, either way, uh, really, really looking forward to this match. I think everybody is. The entire professional wrestling world is ready for CM yeah, Punk's big this return. Is, uh, 
yeah, it's going to be wild. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. And uh, there's still one other thing because, I mean, Punk himself dropped the tease a week ago on Dynamite. And if there's a time for him to show up, it's probably at the end of the show. So no matter who wins one way or the, one way or the other, I think at the end of all this, we're going to see Brian Danielson come out and uh, probably fight with CM Punk or something. Um, but yeah. To show up in summer guards. So yes, how does Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson fit into all of this? Yeah, you're exactly right. How does how does you know we, we've they, it's someone else's shtick, and we've been waiting a little. We've been being a little more patient. <laughs> As, just like Punk told us to be. See, I see if that's happening. I would rather Daniel Bryan show up after the Christian Cage Kenny Omega match. I mean, I think that's fine as well. You know, if there's Kenny Omega, his, his entire championship reign has touted being this world traveler champion all over the planet, uh, you know, all over the world. And I think that Daniel Bryan's the one who has the right to stake that. Like, hey, before before you were doing that, I was doing that, my guy. He was yeah, the multiple. He uh... was the champion in Japan. He was the <laughs> champion in the United States. He was the champion in the UK. Uh, and I think that's the fresher feud for AEW's purposes. I think I would worry Daniel Bryan CM Punk would almost be this, you know, wouldn't land as hard just because it's an AEW not WWE. That yeah. Sense? No, in terms of the matchup, yeah. But uh I just feel like if Daniel Bryan is going to come out, they don't want to do it before Punk, you know, they want to get that whole you know, don't take any of the wind out of the sails with the big Punk match. I think Bryan would return at the very very end. Yeah. That's just Either way, who knows? he's come. Either way, he might <laughs> he might not even be there, and that was just a total even. fucking swear. We gotta wait until Kenny Omega starts wearing shirts uh, that you know kind of lead us to believe that he's coming over. Yeah, you know, someone or you know, like a like a Bay Bay thing or a <laughs> or a, a a Bray Wyatt thing. I don't know, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. God. Either way, uh, All Out finds a way to keep topping itself every single year. And uh, this this is no exception. Yeah, looking forward to it. It should be a damn fun show. Mm-hmm. Well, let's finish off the show then, shall we? Uh, let's get into our final segment of the day. It's the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. My wrestler of the week, uh, I gotta give it to. Uh, this was a tough one. I really didn't feel like there was <laughs> much wrestling this week on the uh, on the shows for whatever reason. Uh, but I'm gonna give my wrestler of the week to Damian Priest. Probably my uh, favorite performance of his. Since coming, you know, to the main roster and even his NXT run, he was there, but I don't think he ever did anything for me personally that was as good as whatever you just did. So uh, I got to give it to Damian Priest. Yeah, I too give it to Damian Priest this week. Uh, yeah, kind of the highlight of Monday Night Raw, a show that has a lot of low lights, so it's always nice to have a guy like him have a good episode like that. It's gl- great to see a highlight on a show full of low lights. Yeah. I'll give an honorable mention to Mandy Rose for taking that drop kick so well once again. I was going to give an honorable mention to Charlotte really like just for 
<laughs> everything for, <laughs> just for everything that happened there uh, for whatever well. the fuck happened there and that was the whole podcast folks thanks for listening right <laughs> we glad show is everywhere and uh gosh watch out this weekend because um it could change the game even more than the game has already yeah. been changed it's gonna be the talk of the town on your long labor day weekend you know you got the monday off folks some of you so enjoy it Stay up late, watch some wrestling. <laughs> and then take fun. the whole day to mentally uh, get over whatever has happened <laughs> at the show. Because we know it's going to be a big one, folks. Thanks for listening. Mike, you take care of yourself. Yeah, have a good time. Two.